Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yes, indeed. You know what you look like you're dressed for today, D'Anthony? Um, prison? No, no, it looks like you're dressed for the straight bride parade. Mm. Yeah. Is that going? Is that still happening in Boston? I don't know. The guy uh, apparently says he sued or filed a suit against the, the local government, and he quote-unquote won. Here's who wins in a straight pride parade. No one. Why? And I, Well, because <laughs> is, is it just a parade is it at that point? Yes. And also, uh, if you're trying to prove a point about being like about straight pride or whatever the fuck, which is dumb as it is, but... All pride is dumb, by the way. It's all stupid. Um, explain, explain that to the if audience. You're, look, people that are constantly talking about how proud they are of something, yeah. that is not pride. That is insecurity. That's all it is. Okay. That's all, I guarantee you that's all it is. Like, oh, I'm a fucking this or that. That's what machismo is. It's all the whole shit. I'm proud to have you as a friend. Though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely didn't make me want to die just now. Um, <clears throat> I think prides are intrinsically gay. There's decorations. There's all kinds of house music, a bunch of sweaty dudes. Yeah. So Love house music. Though. Yeah. But it's super gay. So if you're having a street pride event, probably a parade isn't the way to go. Uh, or it's the only way to go. Maybe. I mean, think about this, right? Uh, what's the one place where you can meet 10 to, to 50,000 people at the same, same time, right? Treading it everybody get together. A parade. No. Or Coachella. Or sports events or a concert yeah. or a million other places that aren't intrinsically gay. Like a but parade a parade is, is free. Oh, well. So you just have to show up, bring your dick and balls and or vag, and then boom, congratulations. And or. You're at a parade. What's the last parade you've been to? Um, I honestly don't know. Oh, you've been to quite a few, I bet. No. Any Memorial Day parades? No. No. No, not a parade guy. I'm not a people person, <laughs> as it's, it were. It's hard to tell. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's super hard to tell. I think I was at the Rose Bowl parade. That was the last parade okay. that I was at. It was super early in the morning, and I hated it. Uh, so I'm not a parade guy either. However, gay pride parades, um, they, those go on in, in Hollywood every year, right? And it, they go bug fuck. Yeah, I they, mean, they shit, really yeah. turn out for that. So. Yeah. I, I'm in a way I'm jealous, right? Because I see all the fun they're having. So that's shirtless, what you think this is. Glow sticks, everything. I think maybe just the straights, you know, whoever this guy was in Boston, he just wants to have a parade with the straight people. The former army officer. Yeah, is that what he is that what he does? Yeah, yeah. military. He just wants to have a, a nice, you know, straight straight parade. Well, another thing is that he's a, he's a member of the Proud Boys. Um, which to me is like <laughs> now there the, yeah. is, is where it gets interesting. Yeah. It's right the there. social equivalent of three percenters. Okay. So it's people who have never done shit with their real life. And then they put a uh, three eyes and a percent sign on them. And all of a sudden they're a fucking operator or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's the dumbest shit of all time. Um, these guys, I swear to God, man, uh, the final straw for me is with the Proud Boys, and I don't, I, don't, I don't know how much the audience here knows about them, but just go research on your own. But apparently part of the pledge to be a Proud Boy now is to not masturbate. 
But well, there's, there's so there's a lot a lot to it, right? If if I was going to describe the Proud Boys to the audience, I would I would say it reminds me a lot of Fight Club. Okay. So I, I mean, just going through because the Proud Boys allegedly are no longer. Did you hear this? I uh, no, didn't hear that. But. That they were classified as a hate group, and uh, their their leader Gavin McGinnis, who we were by the way inches away from getting on the show. Yeah. Um, one, one day and then all this shit blew up and it was just like, because I think he's a great interview. He's, he's a super fascinating guy. Yeah, he's a huge troll. Yeah, and, and we've talked about the Proud Boys on this show before. Um, the Wikipedia entry is, is really interesting because again, anybody can write on Wikipedia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Proud Boys is a far-right neo-fascist men's organization that promotes political violence. And this has got like 90 sources on it, mm-hmm. uh, which, let's face it, is, is news a real source anymore? Probably not. If I don't hear it from the person themselves, I really don't trust the news at all. Right. So I don't really give a shit. Um, the group was started in 2016 by Vice Media co-founder and former commentator Gavin McGinnis, as I was telling you. Uh, and it takes its name uh, from the song Proud of Your Boy from the Disney film Aladdin, which remake just came out. Proud Boys are having a, a nice little boost, a yeah, nice little resurgence. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're they're kind of they're they're known as like this alt right group, but there's a there's a bunch of there's a bunch of rules to it because they yeah. they essentially view Western civilization and culture that it's under under siege, right? Um, I, look, this Wikipedia claims that they've got their views have elements of white genocide conspiracy theory. I don't know enough about them to, to speak on that. Uh, I, know, I know some of the rules in it are you have to get in a fist fight with someone. Yeah. Uh, you can't masturbate on certain days. Like, uh, there's a bunch of like, weird fight clubby rules to it. Now, when I first saw this group, right, uh, it was a couple years ago, I, right around, I, w- I would say 2017. So if he started in 16, I'd probably say 2017 is when I, I, I read the first article and started to take notice with it. I thought it was harmless and hilarious, and uh, I kind of just moved on with my day with it, right? Because it seemed like like in a, an adult fight club. It seems like people just trolling other people to me, right? And that's what I thought it was. Yeah. However, once once uh, Antifa and all that shit yeah. became prevalent, then the Proud Boys started showing up at these events, and they were getting in fist fights with each other, and uh, back and forth ensued. Of yeah. Hey man, if you see Antifa, you gotta beat them down. They threat they're threatening to beat us down, blah, blah, blah. I leaned in the camp of all of this was a colossal troll. Mm-hmm. I still really don't know the answer of of if this was a troll or not. Like again, when you name your group after an Aladdin, a song from Aladdin, right? How serious could it possibly be? How serious could it possibly be to it's called the Proud Boys. <laughs> Um, even the name is hilarious yeah. on its own. Yeah, right? it's very silly. Uh, um, it's not as menacing as the Ku Klux Klan. We're coming after you, you know? Yeah. The Proud Boys seems like, you know, uh, a choir in, like, you know, Atlanta, where it's like, oh, I'm not gay. I'm just from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, like, maybe their, their leader's got a voice like that. Anybody that's this outspoken about anything, I feel, has some kind of ulterior motive. Like the people who are the most anti-gay are always closet homosexuals. Yeah, always every every single time. Like that one pastor in uh, 
Alabama or Mississippi, and he was like in a fucking latex suit with a fucking dildo up his ass, yeah. dead from autoerotic asphyxiation. If he could have just told people who he was, got a spotter, he'd still be alive today. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing about it. Because again, if you're strangle baiting, yeah. aka autoerotic asphyxiation. You want to go about three inches off the floor um, because that's enough for it to really for that to kick in. But again, have a spotter or something you can move underneath your person in case you start to choke. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. You know, Keith Carradine, David Carradine. Uh, That's his brother, Keith. Um, David. I feel feel like he died, too. uh, But when that came out, I mean, when you see your brother dead in a closet painted as a geisha in China. I feel like both of them died. that day. Do you think those were on? Have you ever like uh (laughs) Have you ever done two things and they were unrelated and then you saw them in their totality? You're like, wow, somebody could draw some interesting conclusions from this whole scenario. 100%. If I died right now. 100%. Like you have two browser windows open and one of them is like children's clown parties and the other one is Pornhub. And you're like, man, I hope I don't fucking have a heart attack whacking off right now because if I do, people are going to come in here and think I'm some kind of fucking weirdo. Yeah. Do you think... That passed through David Carradine's mind right before he died. Like, oh, shit. Because maybe he just went to a geisha party. That had nothing to do with the strangle baiting. No, he was, he was definitely in his hotel. There's, so there's, there's pictures of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've seen the pictures that, that leaked. Or... I'm just saying he didn't have time to take off the clothes and the makeup yet. He had to strangle bait right now. But... I, th- I think that got him there. I think, I think when you're strangle baiting, you need something to get you there. I think with him, he couldn't strangle bait without being painted like a geisha. And I understand that. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to be in character. You don't uh, want to. I mean, that's, that's true. You don't want to do anything half-assed in this life. And I hope that that at least taught you something. And that's also a transference. Like you're pretending like uh, you're someone other than you. So you don't have to accept the responsibility for your actions. Yes. And... I dress up like different people and commit crimes all the time. <laughs> but I look, that's all part of it. You know it what is, I'm yeah. saying? It um, is. Like, you know, when I masturbate, right, uh, I, I like to keep a kitchen knife near me. Um, so right when I come, I, have, I stab myself right in the leg with it, like a pear knife. Like yeah, yeah. Pear, and just. Pairing. Yeah, get in there and boom, you know? Why? Uh, that, I just, I like to, the thrill of it. I like the, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I like to. Uh, <laughs> I take a potato peeler, right, to my nutsack. I like to nick an artery. And race. Like, am I going to bleed out before I come? <laughs> like, I have before to come. Before you can tourniquet Before yourself? I tourniquet that thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a fun little game that's, we should, that's that, never been explored. That'd be a good game show. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a great game show to have, I think. Uh, tourniquet or death. Yes. Like, what's the, you yeah. know? It, that would be, I mean, I feel like Japanese people might make this now that we've set it up. I'm, sh- I'm sure they will. Because they have the craziest, I mean, I've seen... I don't know where this airs or whatever the fuck, but there's all kinds of weird sex game shows over there. Yeah. Like uh, blowjob races yeah, and yeah, all yeah. kinds of bullshit. I, I, like we need in on that as, as yeah. a society, but we're not going to get it, obviously. No. Puritans. Eh, this country's too fucked. Yep. Too fucked for, for the fun shit. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, sooner or later, everything goes corporate and you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. congratulations. Yeah. Way to go, boring dick. Uh, I just want to be a, a fucking Kyle, dude. Yeah, Kyle. Uh, oof. We'll get to that. Nah, let's get to it now. Right. Then we'll get to sponsors. Okay. I, I really want to hop on, on the <laughs> Kyle train right now. I don't was know where that, this started. Was it that meme I showed you yesterday? 
Uh, by the way, I want to post the one that you sent with the lady in the the uh, the maps. <laughs> we'll post it on Drinking Bros yeah, Instagram. Yeah. That's my. I don't. Not a lot of memes get me in this world. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not one of those people who just you know stares at memes all day. And I'm like, oh man, I can't wait for that one. Was the only one that's gotten me the entire year. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I get sent those all the time, and so do you. Yeah. Uh, the Kyle thing though is totally new. I don't know where it came from, but it's great. I mean, and I don't I, know why the name Kyle. I can't think of anyone I know off the top of my head named Kyle that I hang out with on any kind of with any kind of regularity. Um, but that this I love this. So Kyle is a guy who drinks Monster only drinks Monster Energy, and, and then, he gets mad and he punches holes in drywall. <laughs> that's the whole. That's all he does as a human being. And the the meme I showed you yesterday was. It was basically that Steven Crowder thing, Changed My Mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. sitting at the table, and instead of a sign, it's a piece of drywall with a hole in it, and there's monster all over the table, and he's wearing a monster hat. Yeah. And, and you just presume his name is Kyle. His, because, his name is Kyle. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I was trying to think of if I know a Kyle, and I know one. I was going to say, I don't know one. I do, I know one Kyle. I can't, I don't remember his last name, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Figure out his last name. We'll send him like. I don't know, a hundred bucks worth of drywall. He was in a movie. No, because he, here's the here's the difference, right? The Kyle that I know isn't the type of guy who punches holes through drywall and uh, drinks Monster. I'm sure there's some guys out there who uh, are named Chad and don't drink coconut water. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna find his name real quick because I worked I worked with him years ago, and uh, when I tell you who he is and what he did, mm-hmm. you'll laugh your ass off. Um, Man, it, when you're not listed on the front page, that one hurts. That one hurts inside on on the old IMDb. Ross and Dan, look at the internet. Ross and Dan, look at the internet. This internet is fucking slow to do. Are you guys going to make that into a theme song for the show? I'm talking to our editors over here. I hope so. Don't fucking ruin this for me. I know. I Man, how hard is it to find a Kyle on there? I mean... <laughs> It is absolutely. I wonder what happens if you just search Kyle. Sane to find it. No, because I I want to tell you who this guy is. God damn it! Um, I tell you what, we'll get into sponsors. I'm going to find out who Kyle's name is because this this one's going to get you. And then you because everyone at home will know exactly who this is once I tell them. First and foremost, talking about ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. D'Anthony wants to tell us about it. Well, I'll, here's what I'll tell you about it. I've been sleeping on that Cow King ghost bed of yours for the nice, last couple of days. Oh, man, I really get spread out on there. <laughs> and you can imagine what that looks and smells like. Are, are you spread eagle jacking? I am, yeah. You see, you're, you're SE jacking on that thing. I'm SE jacking, yeah, two-hand basket weave, uh, SE jack. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm a simple man. Yeah, you're very Leonard Skinner. I am, yeah. So I like to just pound off, as George Carlin used to say, pound off. Wipe off my chest, get up and go to work like everybody else. Your chest, so it goes up that high. Well, if you're SE jacking, it kind of does, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you got your legs kicked up. It, it, look, it all depends on the person, you know what I'm saying? Well, for me, chest, mostly. Oof. Yeah, which that, is dangerously close to your face, but you know what? It's not that big a deal. No, it's not, it's not, it's not that big. No. I mean, unless it gets on your face and then, you know, or you've got a hairy chest, either one. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, actually. So I'm walking around with crusted semen in my chest here most of the time, but that's fine. dude. Yeah. That's, this nah, is a, that's just all part of life. This is living, living yeah. is, is what it is. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros has got all the dills for you. If you're military or first responder, 15% off 
forever. Forever at ghostbed.com, which is amazing. If you're if you're a reg, you know, human like myself, uh, them dills is still amazing, dude. Hundred dollars off the classic mattress, two hundred dollars off off the, the ghost lux, uh, two hundred dollars off the uh, the old uh, stretch. The stretch, yeah. That's that's for the biggins, dude. The if biggins. you're a big boy out there. Yeah. Hey, you know get what? The stretch. I gotta tell you, I'm gonna I might get one just just so you can put extra people in See there? See how many people I can fit in one of those goddamn beds? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like that a lot. Um, also, at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, uh, the free item they're giving away this month uh, with the mattress. Because they always give away something for free. It's usually like a pillow or sheets. Either pillows or, yeah. or sheets or something else. Um, the, what they're giving away right now is a free protector. Uh, that'll protect your bed. It's waterproof. That's got the cooling features in it. Mm. So that way you can, you can change it and, you know, uh, the bed's cooler for yeah. you to sleep on. Because I'm a guy who likes it like a fucking icebox. I Same, like it like yeah. a fucking icebox. I like, I'm, I'm one of those guys who uh, back in the late 90s would drive around in the winter with my windows down and the yep. heat turned up smoking weed. Yeah. Everybody did. Everyone did. Hot yeah. boxing. Hot yeah. boxing. But this, uh, this comforter, this cooling feature that, that goes over the top of it, uh, it'll also keep the mattress clean and dry. If you're dating a squirter out there, and we know a lot of them, actually. I've, I ran into that recently, yeah, and it was, uh, had to I don't, fix I, that issue. But I, I, mean, it's I don't fine. want to say it's 50-50 these days, right? 50-50. I don't know. I think a lot more. I mean, like, There's a lot of squirters squirting, coming out of the closet. A lot now. of it is a matter of technique. So once And women are watching, I feel like, or at least talking about it. No, not at Way all. Way more porn these days than they used to back in the day. Oh, I think even women are watching this show. It's like, no. No, 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 no. I, but I think 7% women. 7% of our audience is women. I think women are watching more pornography now than they ever have before. I agree with that statement. So they're figuring out more about their own bodies, which is great for yeah. us. I mean, that's the optimal fucking path for us. Still don't want to be squirted on, though, Dan. Uh, it's just urine, yeah. Yeah. It's not like. A, I don't want to be pissed on. You know what uh, I'm saying? I'm not a fucking toilet. Don't treat me like one. And don't treat your bed like one. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Order a mattress and you get the free protector. The waterproof protector. Next up, uh, D'Anthony D'Anthony. Hmm. We've got boxofawesome.com. Man, we talked about them yesterday. Uh, big, big fan of these guys, D'Anthony. I like it. Uh, did you get, what did you get the shaker from them? You got the whiskey decanter, decanter, and the two glasses. Yeah, yeah, and I got the tra- I got the travel bag, and I got the uh, the old dop kit, mm. um, which I which I love. Big fan of, big fan of all their products. Uh, here's the thing: if you're a dude in this life and you give a fuck about yourself, or just looking uh, to impress dates on Tinder, go to boxawesome.com. They just have cool shit for dudes that you would see in like GQ magazine, things yeah. like that. That at least make yourself look presentable, even yeah. though you're probably a dirtbag in real life. Well, I mean. Part of being a dirtbag is faking being presentable. So yeah, uh, and this it's super easy to just go on and take like a ten question quiz when you sign up. Like, do you like mixology? Like booze? Yeah. Yes, like booze. Yeah. And you just go through the whole thing, and then it kind of selects boxes and stuff for you, or you can pick them. Pick them yourself, yourself or, or, yeah. or they'll make them for yeah. you. That, that I mean, way it's, it's like, hey, man, all right, cool. Uh, I, here's what I want to do. I want, some, I want some liquor. I want some meats. I want some fucking knives, things like that. Yep. And they'll just send you a rad box once a month. Go to boxofawesome.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS uh, for one-time use for 20% off. Boxes are like 50 bucks. So, boom, that'll take it down to, to 40 real quick, son, at boxofawesome.com. Yep. Love them. And, by the way, those, that's the bespoke company. So, you know they're making, like, the high-quality shit. Yeah. 
Uh, and they're, I think they're just doing it for us, man, with this. So pretty sweet. Uh, it is good. Dig, dig all their, their shit at boxofawesome.com. Promo code Drinking Bros, 20% off. Last but not least, we've got buyraycon.com. Yeah. What's that humming for? Damn I'd man. like, uh, I've bought, I've spent so much money on headphones, headphones and earbuds yeah. over the years. Like I, I, a couple of months ago, actually I was doing an inventory cause I needed to buy some new shit. Yeah. I didn't need to, I'm just an idiot, but I was like, how much fucking shit do I have already? Like I bought those headphones that, uh, have the little ear canal thing. Yeah that supposedly sends a sound wave down your ear canal and then measures what the tone should be to be the optimal. That's all bullshit. It's gotta be, but I I don't care. So I just bought it to see what work doesn't work. By the way, uh, I've had, I've got every beats that's ever been made. I've got AirPods. I got everything. I got to tell you, these are as good, if not better than any of those. Yeah. That I've used these Raycon, and they're loud as shit. Because you're you're partially deaf, man. You can hear them in these fucking things. Yeah. They're super loud. And I listen to, a variety of different music. I listen to like hip hop and metal and pop music. I don't give you, I listen to everything. Then I listen, you listen to a lot of Kesha. <laughs> yeah, no, a lot of Kesha. Uh, not Damn. her, not after today anyways, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, yeah, I listen to all sorts of different shit. I listen to podcasts too. And it's great. Those are the best. And they're and, cheap as shit. Yeah. The cheapest shit because you, again, uh, buy Raycon.com forward slash drinking bros is the, is the key on that. Buy Raycon.com forward slash drinking bros. Why I'm saying that is it'll take you right to the site. You don't have to use a promo code or anything. Boom, you're plugged in. You get 20% off. It knocks those headphones down to like 50 bucks, and they're dope as fuck. Wireless-wise, just put them in a box with mm-hmm. a little tiny box that they come in. You also carry them in. Boom, charge up. You're good to go. Uh, loud as fuck. You yeah, can sweat in them. Love them. Go to buyraycon.com. Get as forward slash drinking bros. Uh, buyraycon.com forward slash drinker bros. Get these fucking headphones on you. Um, well, did you hear the new Kesha thing? Is that, is that why you, uh, uh, yeah, I read about it. I mean, <laughs> so <clears throat> she, by the way, uh, you know, she got hacked. If you want to see her get her pussy eaten, that, that, that exists out there. Dead serious. I, usually it's the opposite, right? We were talking, we gave the drinking bro of the week to the dude, uh, on yesterday's show, the who, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who uh, was blowing her husband at Target? Yep, uh, drinking bro, and uh, made a phone cover out of it. Uh, I, it's rare that women take headshots of a dude going down on them, but Kesha did it. Uh, yeah, to I like her that boyfriend. Yeah. I like them. Uh, yeah, I don't mind it. She, I mean, look, she she went full. She it's fully shaved, by the way. No landing strip, no, no nothing. Good for her. Yeah, she got a bald eagle down there. Good for uh, her. And that's, that's, the nice. way it's, that's the way it should be. But she I had think. a song. Her new song that, that dropped yesterday mm-hmm. was trying to get rid of all the straight white men in America saying that, that that's evil and that's what's destroying the world. Maybe this guy in Boston for the straight pride parade. That was his whole beef. You know, maybe he heard the Kesha song and was just like, look, we need something of our own here for us straight people to really get down on, really get our fuck on to. <sighs> Guess what? God is a woman. I know her. That's one of the lyrics. Stop it. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's just pandering bullshit. Although she doesn't say anything about... She, it's, the lyrics say, what if rich, white, straight men didn't rule the world anymore? And then there's a bunch of laughter. Like, all right. Yeah. Well, you know, look, that's Kesha these days. Her whole, her whole fucking shit was she's got a big lawsuit going on. I, it, might have, it might be over mm-hmm. now. Uh, she, can't, she claims that she was... Her producer gave her drugs and then mm-hmm. they've had sex with her and, and all this other shit. Uh, it's a pretty big producer. Dr. Luke is, is yeah. his name. Yeah. He's, 
He's been defended by some other stars and accused by some other stars. So it's kind of a weird situation. Correct. But so the, look, the, the music business is weird. Yeah. Uh, to get the best uh, songs, uh, beats, production, all that shit, usually a lot of, of weird sexual favors take place. Yes. Because let's face it, there just aren't that many good music producers. No. So when you find one, you got to pull your pants down, men or women. Yes. So a lot of a uh, lot of dudes have sucked dicks. Yeah. In the music or had their dicks sucked yeah. um, to, to, to get sweet lyrics and sweet, sweet jams. Um, this is this is one case where I don't, I don't know the answer for Kesha. No, she's I mean, yeah, about about the or the case who the fuck knows. But this whole thing is just like it's so goddamn stupid. This is the the other side of the proud boys and three percent are bullshit. Right. This is like. The far left and far right in this country, it's all hyperbole and no substance anymore. Like, they're just trying... It's like a, a your mom back and forth on a fucking playground. None of it's really true. And it, the, the victor's determined by who says the quippiest or funniest or most fucked up thing. Like, there's no actual evidence being exchanged. Like, hey, well, we think this. Here's why. Oh, cool. Well, here's what we think and here's why. Okay, let's examine all this evidence and come up with a determination because that's how... Fucking shit should probably work. Sure. Right? But no, not here. No, not um, at all. And, and the, the biggest problem with all of this is, right, it, all of these people who are saying we hate the straight white male in this world are typically left, typically mm-hmm. liberals, and that's the two front runners in your own election that, that is coming up. So how are you going to get around that issue? I don't know. I mean, I think this... Uh, I'm going to rant a little bit. Go! Go ahead. And this, away, is, this, is a, this is less of a rant, more of an educational uh, session. But, uh, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying I want equality. I think everybody having equity in society and, and the government and every, all this other bullshit is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's no physical equality because men are physically stronger than women. That's just how it is. Yeah. So, so some people take it to these extremes, right? Where, well, we demand physical equality, too. We should have people playing professional sports in your leagues. Like, no, dude. It doesn't work that way. Right. Like, there's some stuff that we can do that you can't and vice versa. That's not sexist. It's an observation. Right? Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> um, I think it's good for society if everybody wins. Like, the Nash equilibrium theory, which I won't get into, but you dummies can go look it up for yourselves. Yeah. Um, it's a cultural insurgency. It's a proto-insurgency, right? So it's, there's a, a smaller group of people who feel uh, either uh, disenfranchised, oppressed, whatever it is. It's no different than any other insurgency. And the point of an insurgency is to make your message such that it speaks to people not in your core group and motivates them to your side and to also get involved in helping you. It's called patronage. Like if you're... If you were going through the paces of an insurgency, one of the most important parts of it after you establish a foothold is to gain patronage, right? So in the case, this, this is a bad example because I don't think these people are evil or anything, but... Ah, they might be. No. Uh, they might be. Al-Qaeda, one of their patrons was the Saudi government for a while until they started getting more wind of this and that and everything else. And with uh, uh, Iran is, uh, is a patron of Russia... They got a lot of support and money from them, yeah. stuff like that. But it's not always bad. Sometimes insurgencies are good, like the U.S. insurgency gaining patronage from France and Spain. 
right during our war of independence so anyways um i think most people are on board with equality for the most part you don't hear a whole lot of like uh hard rants against particular races or classes of people or gay people or any of that shit anymore uh but what people do not like is this like hyperbolic language that accuses an entire group of people of something that they may or may not have had any kind of responsibility for. And they don't like dummies who are standing in the fucking highway blocking traffic trying to prove a point. Yep. They don't like Antifa people running around in ski masks, breaking out windows, like a bunch of white children talking about equality. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. People don't like that. It's unproductive. I want these people to win. I want people who feel aggrieved to either come to the realization that they're not or identify that problem and have society address it. But this is not the way to do it. No, and look, whenever you're saying, I hate the, the, the straight white men thing, uh, and you're white, like Kesha, yeah. Kesha's white, anybody who hates their own race, I don't understand. Um, white, black, Asian, I, like, whatever your fucking race is, I do not understand you hating your own race or saying your own race is wrong. Is there problems that every race could correct? Yes, there is. Um, but by you coming out as Rich Kesha in a pop song saying we need to get rid of all the, the straight, witch, rich, you know, white men. Yeah. It's not going to do anything. No, it's pretty much the same. And as, you look like uh, an asshole. It's a pretty, much, pretty much the same as uh, environmentalists and their private planes, right? Yeah. Because like, let's face it, all, but all Kesha dates is, is straight, rich, white men. Yes. So... You're going to have to break up with your boyfriend or what are you going to do to prove that? Right. I, I guess um, one of the arguments, because I used to work in, in liberal politics a little bit. And one of the arguments I heard on their side, uh, not necessarily on their side, but in conjunction with. OK. But anyways, uh, why? Yeah. That was a personal choice or you were assigned that? It's a personal choice. I, I believe in things on either side. On both right? sides. It doesn't matter to me. That, that whole idea that I'm Republican, I self-identify as Republican, so I get a list of things I have to believe now. Yeah. There are a list of things I believe based on evidence and experience, and that's how I operate. I don't give a fuck about any of these political parties. Um, at any rate, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the ways they talk about this is like, well, we're not talking about you. Like, well, you said straight, rich, straight white men. That's me. So, yeah, you are talking about me. It's the same thing as... If someone refers to like all black people or something or all gay people or something or whatever, like, well, I wasn't talking about you. Well, yeah, you were a fuck face. Right. So if you're going to use that excuse when people use that kind of language, maybe don't use that kind of language yourself because you just sound like an idiot. Yeah, no, I, look, I, I'm with you on it, but it seems to not be stopping anyone these days. So what are well, you there's do? no recourse for it because the media controls the media. Yeah. And it, look, it is what it is. Uh, Kesha, is the, is the song good? Yes or no? That's pretty much all that is. I don't see a lot of radio play for, hey, we hate the, the straight, rich, white men because, no. let's face it, they're the ones that own the radio stations. Yeah. So good luck with that, Kesha. Good luck with the rest of your career. Uh, we're super proud of you. Also super proud of uh, the Jeopardy guy. Yeah, he did well. He uh, lost yesterday. He did lose, but he made, I, I looked it up this morning, he ended up making $2.46 million. Yeah, he was very, very close to Ken Jennings. $58,000 away from Ken Jennings, who everybody remembers. Yeah. Financially. Now, yeah. win-wise, he was about 40 wins away from that, or, you know, yeah. something 
therefore of. Well, that just means he was a better gambler, probably. And actually, he credits that for his success on the show. He, he says it's yeah. because I'm a professional, professional gambler. gambler, and yep. I knew how to. Although this last one that he lost was a huge gambling mistake. It wasn't. He got the last question right, but he it, fucked up gambling wise. Well, here's here's what here was his response because mm-hmm. he did a podcast and I and I listened to it. And uh, his response was this, because they were, they were like, why did you bet so low? And he goes, well, I knew if I, even if I bet all of my money, right, I could not beat this woman because she could have won by a dollar, which financially the way it worked out is exactly right. Mm-hmm. She would have won by a dollar because she bet the right amount and she got the right question, whatever. Right. So they said, great, then why did you do it and bet that little amount? And he goes, because I wanted to hedge my bet and at least come in second. Second would have paid me more money than at least coming in third. Mm. If I bet everything and lose, then I get the third place money or whatever. My thing is this. At, after you win, what, $2.6 million? Yeah. I think the second and third place prizes is like 2000 and $3,000. What the fuck do you care at that point? He probably but I guess, doesn't even think about it that way. He just like right. does the odds in his head yes. and makes a decision. And, and, the, and the way he described it on the podcast was, was exactly that. He goes, look, it, it's a game of odds, no different than gambling in Vegas, same as I do every single day in my normal life. And that's the way I, I view Jeopardy, and that's the way I played the game. And uh, you know, hats off to the librarian. It was a librarian from Chicago mm-hmm. that, that beat him. And uh, now she's the new champion. But I didn't think, me personally, that he would ever lose. He was on such a tear. As I watched probably 14 of those wins. Really? I'm a big Jeopardy guy. Didn't he? He was on like 75 shows though, right? Uh, no, you're talking about Ken Jennings. Yes, oh, Ken, Ken Jen- Jennings was. This guy won, I think, 33 in a row. Mm. So I, I watched about half of his episodes because I started to get into it along with the rest of, mm-hmm. of you know, the gen pop out there where I was rooting for this guy. And his strategy was so fun to watch because I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. He would start at the very bottom of the board and go the last question uh, across the, the uh, every category. Mm-hmm. So he would have enough money so that when he found the daily doubles, he could fucking bet higher and higher and higher. And then, I mean, it was it's pretty smart. a mind fuck for these people. And then I heard the other people's reaction to him winning, mm-hmm. and that was really hilarious. Because they tape, a lot of people know this at home, but they tape five Jeopardies a day. Yep. So you sit in the audience, and you've got to watch them play and then right after the show's over they give you like a you know 15 20 minute break and they're like great dan you're up come on down you've got to face the jeopardy guy yep and one person described it as like man i i was excited to be on jeopardy then i was nervous then i just wanted it to be over because it was like being thrown into a meat grinder you just wanted the end result to be over (laughs) or whatever when typically this was like a game of a lifetime for most people Mm -hmm. A lot of people were just like this. This we we knew we couldn't beat him, and it was awful. Yeah, and, and we had to sit there and watch it all day. Because let's say you're in that fifth game, and you watch that motherfucker win four that day, and he's yeah. just housing people yeah. by like a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and then it's like, congratulations, Dan, come on up here and take yeah. the buzzer. Uh, that would be a miserable, miserable process. This woman, you know, the librarian from Chicago, she did. She gave zero fucks whatsoever. And just came out and uh, and won. And look, the thing that I'm happiest about the end result is this. No matter how much money he would have bet, he couldn't have won. Right. I think that would have pissed me off if, if he could have you know gone yard and did the, did the whole thing and possibly won it. That would have made me angry, but he didn't. So eh, I, I don't feel too bad about it. What I would like to see, though, in real life is, you know, 
Joshua versus Wilder here. I want to. I want to see him go to head to head against Ken, Ken Jennings. Jennings. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, why, uh, why can't they make that happen with with Trebek having cancer? I mean, because they usually have a tournament of champions. Yeah. At the end of the year, with Trebek having cancer, let's pair those those two together. Have Trebek call that match. I want to see the best of the best against each other, and then see who wins. Yeah, I'll watch that. Oh hell yeah! So if you if you put those guys on for a week, who do you got? Um, for a full week, Jeopardy James or Ken Jennings, and the person who wins the most money or the most contests wins. I'm going to say contest because I think it's harder. Then I go Ken Jennings. Okay, because I I think it's harder if you're trying to outright win the game because then you've got to strategize more. Mm-hmm. Same same thing that happened to Homeboy and his loss of how much to bet and then what the other person's going to going to bet. I want a, a victor for each game. If it's straight cash, homie, like Randy Moss. You know, and you're combining the win total. Yeah. I think Jeopardy James would have it. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, Jennings seems like he's a better trivia guy. Yes. But this guy, obviously, the strategy is he, he understands it way better. He's, he's, he's an effective gambler. So my money, if you're in a best of five series, right? Let's say it's, it's uh, I'd say, I'd say Ken Jennings 3-2 maybe. I would go f- probably four one maybe. Ken Jennings. Know. Yeah, I, I I just don't. I think uh, it's close, man. I think it's closer than you think. And I, look, hopefully it happens and we get our answer because be I gotta know now. If it happens, we'll do a prop bet on my bookie. Ah, uh, be great. Be really fucking great. It will be great. You know what's not great is buying a two million dollar Bugatti <laughs> and then driving it down the street one mile thirty minutes later and getting sideswiped by a Honda CRV. Is that fucking insane, yeah. man? I mean, 15 minutes. I, if you haven't seen this, Tracy Morgan bought a $2 million Bugatti. Uh, it looks like a Lamborghini. It's a car. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, look, it was, it's a nice-looking vehicle. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get down on buying $2 million cars and shit like that. I mean, that. if you've like, got $200 million, $2 million is probably not that big a deal. It's not, but still, man, when he drove that out, because TMZ had the footage, right, of him driving it out of the shop in New York. First of all, you never ever drive a car on the streets of new york city <laughs> like that's your first mistake yeah the the second mistake is getting that close to anybody with an uber sticker or one of those lights in their window because that's what happened he got tagged by an uber yeah um and then he went straight tracy morgan did you see the footage of that no oh brother so the the car sideswiped him and they stopped perfectly side by side next to each mm-hmm. other right so Tracy Morgan couldn't open the door. So he stands up because it's a convertible, and he just starts bashing on the other guy's windows, calling him a bitch and saying he was going to kick his ass. Um, hmm. The cooler heads prevailed because people started swarming around and, and getting out cell phones and all that shit. But he goes, <laughs> man, it's a $2 million car. It's a $2 million car. I can, I can tell you for a hundred percent fact, the guy in the fucking Uber who was driving the Astro van mm-hmm. or whatever minivan that hit him does not know what a $2 million car looks like. Nor do I, if I, if, if you didn't tell me that that was a $2 million car driving out of the thing, I wouldn't know how much that was. You would know that it's not a $25,000 car though. I would, I would, but you know, you, you would look, know that it's not a hundred thousand dollar car. Probably. Maybe I don't. I don't even really, really even know how much a Lamborghini is. I heard it's like three fifty, but I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really know because I don't care. Anybody who buys cars like that to me is just a fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, just an asshole. Uh, well, I mean, if you're that rich, what else are you going to do with your money? 
You know, something other than than a fucking car to me. Like for me personally, I've got a Tahoe. Mm-hmm. That's about it for me in this life. I really don't. I, I love that thing. If I get into an accident, super comfortable. I feel like I'm I'm driving my my, my front uh, my furniture in the in the family room around. Yeah. You know? It's great. It's comfortable. I can bash into shit. It looks cool. I, I can go off road. I like to go off road a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I really need and or want in this life. Let me I ask got, you this. I got two cars. You can't drive a Tahoe on the beach. so Yes, you can. Really? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I've taken that thing on the beach all the time. So it, then you can, you can go down there and meet up with Keanu Reeves whenever, and you guys can just surf, right? Summer Swayze, brother! So the other car I have <laughs> is a 4Runner. Yeah. That, that's our two household cars. And I got that TRD package on it, right? A fucker was like, I don't know, 36 grand. Yeah. I love it. And that's like leather seats and everything. And like, I cannot get stuck in that no matter what. And I tested it out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they always give you that bullshit spiel of mm-hmm. like, uh, hey man, this is new and equipped. And it's got this button here you press. If you're really stuck, it'll just slow grind your tires right out of it, mm-hmm. right? Tested it out to see if it was true. I drove it in a section of the sand where I was just like, well, I'm fucking buried now. Let's see if this works. Uh, and people gathered around. They're like, you're not getting out of that. Fucking thing work. Congratulations. Way to go, Forerunner. Right? Yeah, good job. Yeah. Uh, Tahoe. I've, t- I've taken out on the beach, all, all that shit. I've taken off-road and through the woods, everything else. Like Both of those cars are great and durable and, and whatever, right? Uh, that's the extent of all I need in this life. I I'm think, fine with that. I think we should get a super fancy tandem bicycle, yeah. you and I, yeah. and ride it around town. Easy to do down in the Carolina Beach. They, yeah. they, they've got a, a million of them. For here's, here's what I want to do, though. You know, like uh, political campaigns back in the day, they would drive the car around with the horn or the speaker on top of it and play their messaging. Oh, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do that. But me and you, Tana Bicycles, we're both on bullhorns the whole time. <laughs> we just do the show like that. I'm down. All right. I'm down. Well, actually, you know what would be funny is if we did a show from one of those uh, those bicycle bar things. Like where everybody's pedaling. Oh, yeah, and then doing shots. I just saw one of those for the first time ever. Yeah, it's really stupid. But I, I feel don't, like... Yeah, I, don't, I definitely don't want to work out while I drink shots. Yes. Well, here's the deal. It was a, actually, no, it was beer. It was like a craft beer place yeah, yeah. that did it. Yeah. Uh, and then you were doing craft beer. Craft beer is heavy. <laughs> I love craft beer, obviously. Indeed, we'll yeah. some breweries on our set yep. and all that, all that shit. Um, I do not want to drink that and pedal my ass off uphill with eight strangers. No, well, that's the thing. You go in a group that fits, and you let everyone else know that you're not going to be helping, <laughs> which is what I do. It's called just going to a bar at that point. I don't, yeah. You don't need anything on wheels. Uh, but to Tracy Morgan and his fucking $2 million bullshit car, I will say this. The second that thing got sideswiped, he lot, that, that took about, what, two hundred grand off the value of that car? So. I don't know. I don't Enjoy think he, it. I don't think he was buying it for its investment potential. So. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be good. He'll be all Yeah, set. that's what happens when your your best friend gets killed right next to you by a Walmart truck. Yeah, no shit. Because that's what happened. He got what two or three hundred million from he, Walmart. Or something? I don't know. He got fucked up. Oh by, yeah, yeah, yeah. By that, yeah, he's I mean, fine he was, now. He was but out his buddy for like, died. what twenty months. He was pretty much off yeah. the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he got a lot of money from Walmart and that. Um, but yeah, uh, China. By the way, with. Uh, it's they're black, going all black mirror black yeah. mirror yeah black mirror and which is out today by the way oh is it yeah new new uh mm. new episodes came out cancel everything tonight uh because it's because it's on yeah um they're going black mirror here with uh they're they're giving social credit scores to how polite and everything else you are 
Well, first of all, I think China that, needs... That is, that is literally the episode of, it is, of Black yeah. Mirror. I, I think China needs to calm down and run the U.S. real estate market and just mind its own fucking bit because that's they own everything here it's crazy isn't uh, it? so just do that make sure our economy stays good we appreciate it china <laughs> otherwise uh you know i watched a video um from vice actually about this it was crazy as shit like they, it's not like uh in the episode of black mirror it's based on peers voting you upvoting you right. and downvoting you and shit right. um here they're what, what were they called hang on a sec i have it in my notes government information collectors there it is which sounds very like authoritarian to me. Oh, uh, boy. I don't know. But these people, um, they just roll around collecting information on their neighbors. Uh, I don't know how they choose the, the collect information collectors. Cause one woman, the one woman they profile was a retired lady. Really? Yes. I don't know if they're counting on the retired or whatever the fuck or if something. And then, the, then it goes to a government agency, the information to get logged and, and scored and stuff like that. And um, those were just normal government workers. Well, I know this. You have to do something legally by law with your money there. Like you've got to invest it into the yeah. economy or real estate or something. And like, I, you know, I, I remember watching that 60 Minutes thing where they had these cities that were, you know, built like malls and everything. And they're just fucking empty. Yeah. Empty houses, cities, condos, all that shit. And all these people were losing their money because they, they put it there. But they also didn't really have a choice. Um, so I don't know what the fuck's going on over in China, really. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you. Please just take care of our economy. Yeah. Because they own what? All of our debts. <laughs> all no. of our bonds. They don't own that much of our debt. I mean, they we have own like half of our movie studios. They, that's, that's true. Real. Yeah. Um, they, they own. I think we have. Uh, hold on. What's the and every thing? high rise in New York. They own every hotel chain. <laughs> We have, I mean, they're buying everything from us. The national debt is pace. 22 trillion right now, and I think China owns about four trillion of that. So it's like 16 percent. Yeah, 17 percent. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, this whole thing. So one of the people they were talking about in this Vice article, um, it's actually a video uh, blog, but uh, there were two two kind of interesting things. One was one guy that they were talking about had. He regularly got drunk and started fights with his wife, apparently, and smacked her around and even, quote unquote, cracked her head. That's the language they used. Oh, um, yeah. So they put him on bless. I could see how that would be maybe problematic, because if I heard if people were posting that shit in my neighborhood, I'd probably go like if I heard a noise out of that house at any point in the future, I would just walk over there and kick the shit out of that guy on principle. You yeah, know I mean? absolutely. And that's what I wonder about with. uh like here in the United States with the National Sex Offender Registry, it's a, it, there's a website, and you can go and literally download the name and address of every like pedophile that exists that's ever been caught for anything. Right. I don't understand why nobody in mass hasn't just started murdering these people, to be honest, because there's a lot of people who feel very strongly about that issue. Yes. And it's like, who's going to really get that upset if you do it? You know, we talked about this before with uh, when Jared was on the show, yeah. and uh, so, there's some circumstances, obviously, where it's you know, fuck, at one year underage, you know, like an R. Yeah, Kelly yeah, sitch yeah. or whatever. Yeah, uh, if you're touching kids, though, you know, fuck you, you gotta um, die. Yeah, yeah, but that's you that's what die. I'm saying. All this information is available, and nobody's doing anything. So maybe it's maybe my concerns about the Chinese system are unfounded. Maybe that's just not how culture works or society works people just aren't gonna go do that stuff i don't know but isn't there internet regulated as well 
What uh, China? Oh yeah, yeah big yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so time. I mean, look, w- w- they're controlling their own world over there. Yeah, but uh, you can also you can go look anyone up, and that one of the one of the people in China. Oh yeah, like people when your social score goes up, it's public. You can go fucking look on your public website, and, and it, you can see the person's name me. and face, all their shit. God, well, yeah. my score would be what is it out of ten? I know it's like way higher. I don't know what the rankings are, but if you go here, here's if, the, if it was out of ten, let me ask you this: What would you be? <laughs> I would be probably a ten. No, there's I'm no way. Super, what do you mean? I'm super nice to people. I mean, I break the law all the time, but you break the law all the time. I give a lot of money to charity. I'm super nice to people. You're too blunt to people, though, and I think because uh, mm, a lot of maybe. people don't understand. That's true. Sometimes where they're like, "Oh, why the fuck is that guy talking like that?" And yeah. it's just like, "Oh." He's just being honest with you. Now, a lot of people can't handle honesty, and that's fine. That's true, too. But Because uh, I, I think you'd be rated on things like that. Like me, it'd probably be a three. Um, I swear too much. I say too much inappropriate shit all the time. And uh, if you read my books a, and or movies. You're also a dick. Yeah, here and there. <laughs> I try to be a nice guy. Yeah. Until it's not time to be nice. <laughs> Patrick Swayze said that, brother. And uh, Roadhouse. Here's... Here, to me, is the real rub of this whole thing. Uh, so, if you fall below 1,000 points, uh-huh. then you start losing rights. Like, you can't buy plane tickets or get on a train or get a home loan. None of that. And this is going on right now. Yeah, and uh, the last oh, thing they said boy. is that the Chinese government wants this infrastructure built and applicable to all Chinese citizens by the end of 2020. Wow. Wow. Yep. Fuck, you can't buy plane tickets? What, what, what are the other things? Uh, if you fall, they didn't go, there's not a comprehensive list, but uh, like you won't, you're not going to be able to get a job. Okay. Like, that, look, that I can understand, yeah. I guess. But you can't buy, you can't travel, you can't buy plane or train tickets or any of that shit. You can't uh, uh, get home loans or business loans or any of that. Fuck. Yeah. We, look, we have that here to a certain extent, but uh, you know, shit. A drinking bro got me a fucking mortgage. Yeah, you know? good. Yeah, um, shout out to, to Ruth Nastasi and Chris Nastasi uh, still for this day. Cause, uh, but, but a weird cir- circumstance. Like, you know, you own your own company and uh, all that shit happens. You own your own production company and that's yeah. it, man. Um, this, this whole thing kind of reminds me of the book Speaker for the Dead. And it's, uh, it's a second. This is kind of nerdy, but it's a second in the Ender's Game series. Uh, if anybody in the audience have, have read that shit. Uh, but basically, I haven't. You know why? Because I'm a fucking Kyle, bro. <laughs> All I I'll, do I'm is drink bring monsters and, and smash fucking drywalls. <laughs> I punch drywalls and I drink monsters. Yeah, that's I all it. I do. I like that, though. That's <laughs> when you're better quality. So anyways, in, the, in this book, it's basically like a, a post-religion religion where uh, the guy's called the speaker for the dead. He's the religious authority. And what he does is after someone dies... He investigates the whole situation mm-hmm. and just says everything, good and bad. And it's supposed to be cathartic or whatever the fuck. Um, I wonder if that's what they're I, thinking I, about. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I, I understand that. Because, yeah, look, whenever somebody dies, there's always a lot of questions. But uh, yeah. China, on the other hand, that's just we're, you're just controlling your own people at that point. I feel like I mean Without, it's, they, almost, it's almost like uh, you don't even need police officers. Based on the language they were using, they're definitely trying to create a system that promotes civility and kindness and shit like that, which is kind of weird. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of weird to take an authoritarian approach to that. But again, like it's I've not said, terrible. It's not. I've said this a million times. I'm a big fan 
of the benevolent dictatorship. Augustus Caesar is the most famous leader in human history for a reason, right? Yeah. Uh, so and maybe, some cultures need it, you said. Oh, yeah. And maybe this is it. Like it, you were telling me Iraq was one example. Where you were like, those motherfuckers needed a dictator. They can't handle choice, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, maybe, maybe who knows, in 86, 7,000 years, maybe, they'll, uh, they'll figure it out. But this, <laughs> I just can't with that. But now, yeah. no, no, they're all good. Democracy doesn't really work, yeah. They're all good. Uh, the last thing I wanted to, to chat with you about, and this one's, I'm torn on this one, man. Uh, this Parkland deputy, the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the coward from Broward yeah. is what they, they call him. It's like um, Awesomeville from Dawsonville, but no, not quite as catchy. No. Well, the coward from Broward County is pretty, pretty fucking goddamn good. Uh, he, he, if you don't know this, this was the deputy who was outside of uh, the, the Parkland shooting when all those kids were getting shot. And he did nothing and then ended up running away. Um, he got 11 criminal charges against him, including obviously <laughs> child endangerment and a bunch of other shit. What, right? are, the, what are the charges? Child endangerment and neglect, um, and then, you know, some other shit, right? He's facing up to 100 years in jail for this, and he was arrested yesterday. Uh, he, was, he was arraigned yesterday, and I saw it. And uh, I, Why are you torn on this? I'm just curious what your thinking is. Typically, there's, there's a, a law in place that, you know, pardons a police officer from you know, getting into a gun battle or not, or blah, blah, blah. I forget the name of the law. Like right? Good Samaritan laws, you mean? What are you talking no, about? No, there, there's, there, there's some police, and we, we, look, we have a million first responders out here who listen to the show who can tell us what that law is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure everybody and their mother, 99% of people would have said, I would have, I have a gun, I would have run in, and, you know, if I die, I die. I'm going to fucking murk this dude. Yep. For being afraid of a situation at hand that you've never been involved in and you're thrown into immediately and you run away th- that's hard it's hard to control somebody's psyche when you mm-hmm. like, like you when you've never been faced with it right uh, take you for example and, and anybody who's in the military you guys have so much training mm-hmm. basic training and all that other shit and you're familiar with those situations where you're getting shot at and everything else right not the first time though not the first time but there is some form of it right I would imagine. I mean, you do uh, like there's this thing called Nick at Night at infantry school where you uh, you crawl through mud under barbed wire for like I don't know how long it is, like 100, 200 meters or so, and they're firing machine guns over your head and shit. But how, how far is it over your head? Do you know? I don't know. And to be honest, I didn't. I've, I is it never, li- it's live ammo, right? It's live, yeah, yeah. But I've never felt in any real danger. Okay. Honestly, um, so it's not like that one movie where that guy freaks out and stands up and he gets blown away. Um, I'm sure that's happened. Okay. I mean, the Marine Corps does the same thing at SOI. So uh, they're probably a little bit lower to the ground than our people are because the Army is kind of risk averse and the Marine Corps is just like, ah, they're Marines. Right. Fuck them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Even though that is their product, they kind of, it's, anyways, Justin could talk more about that. But yeah, we don't, uh, I never felt in any real danger ever. Gotcha. So in the police academy. They're not doing that. Right. They're probably not doing any of that. No. So a school shooting, when something like this pops off, yeah. right? And look, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, I, I want to make this perfectly clear. I'm in the camp that this guy fucking sucks at life and you know, deserves whatever he gets, right? But I'm, I, I also, part of me is like, man, that guy, 
yes, he was scared and he ran away, right? But he was also never, ever faced in that situation or, or been anything close to that in his entire life. Uh, just because somebody, one person was a coward, like charging him with, with, with all of these murders and lawsuits and all this shit, like, I don't know. I, I don't know the, the, the right answer on that because somebody was afraid versus, you know, like, you know, obviously, if he ran in, he thought he was going to die. So mm-hmm. he ran away from it. Um, so the fuck what? I, hey. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> like, honestly, if I'm you're not. I'm playing devil's advocate on this one no. because it's like, again, this is a situation that not many people are faced with. So what? And I know you were trained. To, it doesn't to matter, though. It's not a matter of training or not. It's a matter of will. It's always a matter of will. Whoever has the I, will I agree. wins the fight. Yes. Uh, and to be honest, if you're not willing to put yourself between uh, children and gunfire, then you don't deserve to walk around with that flag on your shoulder or that shield on your chest. Fuck you. I, 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 I hope look, this guy goes out and fucking blows his brains out. I 100% agree. And, and I, I thought he would have by now, to be I honest I can't with believe you. he hasn't. Like, God damn, there's some things that's, that are pretty weird about Japanese culture, but killing yourself when you do something like this is yeah. something I wish was more prevalent here in the United States, <laughs> honestly. Uh, this guy is a fucking clown. Uh, but most people, like, so uh, just to, again, only playing devil's advocate because I agree with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have fucking ran in there. You would have done the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Anything with kids, but I also have kids. Yep. So I, I know what that, that world is like, right? Devil's advocate on this one. The guy was afraid and he ran away. There is a lot of people in this world where shit breaks out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we actually did this in, we had a, a, a this happened in a college course. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I forget, I forget what it was. Uh, anyways, either history or drama or something, right? Um, where a guy uh, came into the classroom, started screaming at this girl. There's 300 people in this classroom, mm-hmm. screaming at this girl, told her to get the fuck outside. Um, this girl starts crying. She goes outside and then you hear this like a, a, a loud slap as if he had slapped her across the mm-hmm. face. Me and like four other dudes got up and ran out to check on the, mm-hmm. the girl. The rest of the class stayed. It's okay. called the bystander effect. Okay. It's a so, psychological phenomenon. Uh, the biggest case was Kitty Genovese. It's the woman that got stabbed a bunch in Brooklyn, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In front of yeah. like 40 people. And some, then a psychologist did a study on it afterwards and talked to all of them. Why didn't you do anything? And everybody said, I thought they were going to do something. Right. So uh, that's the devil's attitude. But he part was the guy this. on the scene. But in a, in a class of 300, right? Yeah. Four of us got up. And it was only four of us out of 300 people yeah. that got up and went to do something. Um, because the guy came in and he was super menacing or whatever. And I, you know, I don't give a fuck, obviously. Yeah. But um, only four of us out of the 300. So in that same situation with this, this guy, the, the, the coward from Broward, uh, you know, he wasn't one of those four people out of 300 or whatever it is. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Again, just looking at both, both sides of it. Just some people aren't built for that type of shit. Yeah. Um, should they be police officers? No, they should not be. Uh, what was the guy two weeks away from retirement or something like that? Yeah. It was something super crazy. Um, but yes, any situation where kids are being shot or shot up and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You should have <laughs> ran in there. And I agree with you hundred percent on all that playing devil, that devil's advocate on all this. There are people in this world who would not do they deserve, you know, all of that, uh, or is the shame and guilt enough? 
Well, I mean, that's the problem. The shame and guilt shouldn't be the driving factor anyways. Like you shouldn't, I, I don't like the idea of doing something because you think it's going to negatively impact your, who you are or how people perceive you. But uh, rather, I, I would like people to think about it as that's not the kind of person I want to be. So I'm going to act this kind of way. Look, I would rather be dead than watch a bunch of kids get shot in front Same of here, me. Same yeah. here. Uh, there's something that a lot of military dudes have tattooed on them. And, and it's a phrase and it says death before dishonor. And that's exactly what it means. Like, I would rather die than fucking fuck my buddy over yep. or not do my job or whatever it is. And honestly, if you don't feel like that as a person, I don't want to know you. Me, me neither. Uh, and, and, and look, in, in this case, a guy's an older man. Uh, what would you peg him to be? 60? 65? Uh, this, this sheriff or, or deputy or whatever he was. I think he was a sheriff um, or maybe a deputy. Who knows? I apologize for the first responders out there. I don't, I don't, I don't know that, but, uh, uh, he's a, he was a deputy. He was a deputy. Yeah. Okay, cool. So as a deputy, right. What's the, I, I and I, we, we, I, it'd probably be beneficial to have somebody on the show who could explain what the difference between a, a de, you know, training wise deputy sheriff and why you're, you know, I mean, I can tell you a little bit. So, uh, no, well, no, not for deputies. The sheriff is elected. Is elected, right? Yeah, but okay. his deputies, they, they go, they're hired through a normal process. Usually they have to have post, which is peace officer standard training. Um, for most jurisdictions I know of, sheriffs have to do two years in a prison before, as a prison guard, before they can go out on the road and shit. Really? Yeah. Um, That's super interesting because if, is, if yeah. you have two years of, of that experience, yeah. Jesus Christ, you've seen it all at that point. Considering how old this guy is, I think it's unlikely that he didn't spend time in a prison at some point. Um, he's 56. Mm. So he definitely He looks spent, a lot fucking older after yeah. this, this shit. Well, he looked Holy like, yeah. shit. Um, he definitely spent... Well, I don't know for sure, but just based on my knowledge of it, he probably spent time in a prison. Um, but I don't really know the differences in training between like uh, city police and county sheriff. Okay. Yeah. We, could, we could have um, Officer Daniels or Mike the Cop or something come on and talk about that sometime, but... Uh, I don't really know, but what I do know is this guy should blow his brains out of the back of his head. Yeah, well, it's too late now because he's in. He's uh, like, there's no way he's. Well, he can out hang himself or something. I mean, like, look, there's no way. Th- this is not a man in any way that we, th- as a society, think of as a man, right? Yeah. Because if he was, he would have charged in there and fucking murked this dude up. Like, there's no way one. If it was like thirty people. Mm-hmm. I might wait for backup, but one guy with a gun, fuck him. Like, I, there's no chance that that one asshole with a gun has more training than the sheriff's deputy, even if he's poorly trained. Right. He still has more training than that guy does. So uh, that's point one. Point two is that he hasn't killed himself yet. So clearly he has no shame. If he says he does, he doesn't really, because if he did, it would be so unbearable. The, the lives of all those kids would be so unbearable that he would have fucking murked himself out by now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do too. And uh, again, only this conversation was to play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. I, we, we, we live in the same camp where, yeah, this, this guy should be fucking killed or should have killed himself by now. Yeah. But uh, obviously that didn't it, happen. It brings so. up other points too. Like, because uh, there, gonna... there is some fucking code that protects police officers. I don't know. See, that's, we, we, we got to get, uh, I'll talk to Mike or Daniels and see if they want to call in next week and we'll talk about that or call in this week later this week and we'll talk about that because uh i don't know what that code is and i also don't know if this is some kind of precedent setting case where now police officers can be charged for shit like this because i don't know of a whole lot of cases of cops getting charged criminally 
maybe civilly for inaction, but not criminally. And is it just inaction or is it bad reaction? Yeah. Because that, that is a slippery ass fucking slope. All, right all, all of this is going to come into to play during this trial. Yeah. Um, because it's, uh, I mean, his alleged crime is, is failing to protect the students, which, yes, he, he did that. Um, but as a police officer, was he, I, I don't know, was he, I didn't was know he that stationed was a, at the school? I think he was a community resource officer or something like that, yeah, which is okay. usually a cop that's stationed there. I don't know, I didn't know that that was an actual law. Is there like a whole, see, we got to have these guys on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to them today. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if, um, honestly, I don't know if there are laws in the books that you get handed when you become a police officer and like, hey, you can be charged. Because I knew working for the federal government, uh, the misuse of personally identifiable information, not only can the government be sued, but you personally can be sued for right. using it. Uh, yeah, so it in this, it says, look, it's highly unusual, um, this case of a lawman being arrested for failing to save lives. Obviously, the parents are already out in full force on Twitter. What's this guy got arrested? Yeah. You know, one of them just said, look, I have no comment except to say rotten hell. Good. Because um, he could have saved 17. I uh, could have saved my daughter was one of the, the, the parents of the, of the victims. Yeah. And you did not. And then you lied about it. And you deserve the misery coming your way. Uh, I, I, to my knowledge, he wasn't mic'd up. So I'm not sure what he lied about or what he didn't later on or whatever statement he made. That, that'll obviously come out in trial. But, uh, yeah, 56, man. He looks... That he looks like he's aged twenty years. Yeah, uh, for this, um, and it's been a fifteen-month investigation for this. So they they apparently have been going trying to get this charge for a while. Because I mean that's a long time. Um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, this this case will be super fascinating to follow because uh, you know, it, 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 again, it's super unusual for for law enforcement officers to be held criminally liable for not protecting the public. Yeah. Uh, now, civil lawsuits oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. have come up, but, uh, you know, for mass shootings and things like that, you know, in, in the country, but not, uh, not, not, char- not federal charges. No, like that's this, weird. So. And it's, it makes you wonder if people named Scott Peterson are just intrinsically distrustworthy. <laughs> you know, what are the chances he's got the same name as, it's, as the other Scott Peterson? It's you know what close. I'm saying? Like, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he the the one that murked up his wife in SoCal has got two T's and this guy's only got one. So yeah, that's the big difference. That and the murder. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. This says the investigation included interviews uh, with 184 witnesses, uh, along with you know obviously all the reviews of the, the video surveillance footage and all that other shits. Uh, officials added a perjury charge, alleging that, alleging that Mr. Peterson knowingly made a false statement while under oath and stating that he did not hear shots after he arrived at the building except for the first two or three shots that he heard. Um, hmm. I don't know how that was. You kill 17 people. That's a lot of shots, you know? Hmm. And I saw the footage of him outside the school. He was two feet away from a fucking yeah. door. Now, it might not have been in his hallway, but, you know, all of that will be... Uh, I mean, you would he, he would have heard the shots. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to miss him, the, the guy actually said there wasn't even time to think. There's never time to fucking think, dude. That's why you train. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> you fat Barney Fife motherfucker. God damn it. 
Yeah. So afterwards, he said, because again, this is where some perjury shit comes in. Uh, he said he, he he's run the shooting over and over in his head, and he said it was my job, and I didn't find him. You didn't look, fuckface. No, he didn't even because he definitely go wasn't outside. Building. Yeah, I, you know he was outside the whole time. No, I mean uh, the, yeah, the, the shooter, shooter yeah, the shooter. So fuck, man, that's a weird that's a weird case. But uh, yeah, surprised he still stayed alive during that. If something like that happened to me, I'm, I, I there's no way I'd be able to live with it. I don't no. think. No, I can barely live with myself as it is, just because I'm a dick. <laughs> just because you're a three. I wake up on the every every single fucking morning. I wake up and the first thing I do, and I I swear to God, this is true. The first thing I do is I just like open my eyes and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I come awake again. This is ridiculous. I don't know why. I'm a relatively happy person for someone that's. You are like me, yeah. But every morning I wake up, I'm like, God oh, damn it! I say, Here we are. I say fuck out loud every single morning. Yeah, well, just like that, like fuck. Yeah, every there we morning. go. Yep. Another day. But I, the way I look at it is this: you have another day to get your dick sucked. Yeah. So I, I look at the the happy side of things here. Uh, drinking bro of the week goes out to James Connor. Uh, He wrote in, he said, the true epitome of drinking bros. The other day, I put out a request for a tree service to remove a tree under tight circumstances before I leave for deployment, uh, with financial stress being a huge concern. Johnny Thomas and Dustin Tackett reached out immediately. Today, they came on their day off and removed the tree at no cost on their own time. They drove over two hours one way to pull this thing down for me. I really can't thank them enough for making this happen. Shout out to them and shout out to Johnny's employer, Safe Tech Tree Service. Uh, Where is this? This is in Ohio, Drinking Bros, Ohio. Nice. Um, love DB Ohio. And they come out for everything, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every time. time we have an event there. Um, We're going to go the there All-Star, for the, uh, the Penn State game and do the... Uh... Yeah, well, as long as Penn State's good. Do yeah, a live we'll show from, uh, from Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully it's a night game. We'll see. We'll see. It, it, that's going to be up to Penn State. Depends on how Penn State is, yeah. <laughs> Ohio State should be undefeated at that point. Uh, we'll see. But we'll see. But uh, either way, it says thanks again, gents. Um, uh, I can't say thank you enough. And uh, in the future, they've earned my business. Who so. are the two guys again? Uh, the two guys are Johnny Thomas and Dustin Tackett. Are they both DB Ohio members? They are. So, uh, ladies, I encourage you to go find these guys and send them nudes unless they're married and then send nudes to them and their wives. Yeah. And then you guys can share that moment yes. together. It's a nice shared experience together. Be, be happy. Be, <laughs> be real happy. <laughs> you don't have to wake up and say fuck. Well, I would anyways. If I woke up, honestly, if I woke up with fucking uh, the 10 most beautiful women in the world yeah. in bed next to me and a butler handed me a plate of bacon, I would be like, fuck, give me that goddamn bacon. Really? Yeah. I just maybe I'm just not a morning person because I feel pretty pleasant most of the day. But in the morning, I'm you're angry. a nooner guy. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're a nooner guy. Yeah. Big big nooner to to maybe three p.m. Is all, <laughs> that's all I got for the whole we, day. That's all we got for you for the day. <laughs> the other twenty one hours are a complete and utter nightmare of for hell and yeah. chaos. But for those three hours, you're a wonderful human being. Yeah. And you've been a wonderful human being on the show today. <laughs> for Danthony, Anthony. I am Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. <laughs>